You are listening to a message from Victory Alabang. Get the latest updates by visiting victoryalabang.org or like us on facebook.com slash victoryalabang. We are continuing our 16-week series called Redefined. Uh, the reason why we have entitled this Redefined because here, Jesus was redefining some teachings that the Pharisees were saying, oh, um, they, the, the people during that time, they, were, they had misconceptions on the teachings on the Word of God. So Jesus was redefining these things because Jesus was ushering His kingdom. And as this kingdom is about to come into this world, He was telling His disciples that if you are going to be part of this kingdom, this is how we live our lives in this kingdom. You might have some misconceptions na nung pinalaki kayo, nung mga kasama nyo or sa kultura nyo, that you had misconceptions in how or what the kingdom would look like. But now Jesus is saying, this is what it looks like and this is how you should live it. Because I want to clarify these things to you. So that's the reason why we call it Redefined. And right now, we are in the third part of the 16-week series that we've been talking about for the past two weeks, uh, our relationship with God. One of the things that we have in this world is meron access to everything. In other words, there are a lot of things that the world already offers. Unlike the 80s, yung mga TV shows, konti lang yung mga gusto mong mapili, di ba? But right now, there are a lot of things that you can watch in either if you have cable or even stream in the internet, shows in the internet. There are just a lot of things. So in other words, choices is a lifestyle. Us making choices every day is a lifestyle. When it comes to making decisions, we even decide two things in how we decide. Diba? We decide either logically or kailangan it is driven by our heart. Okay? Isip ba o puso ang kailangan natin pagganahin? Or when it comes to love life in choosing a, a, a partner, ano ba yung gugustuhin ko? Yung mahal ko o yung mahal ako? Di ba? Jesus here is presenting choices in relationship to God and possessions. Ito yung pag-uusapan natin. Why do we need to talk about uh, God and possessions or money? The Bible had a lot of topics pertaining to uh, money and possessions compared to heaven and hell. In other words, this topic is a very important topic for God. That He is... He wants to give us an important message when it comes to possessions or money. Okay? So with that, as we are going to start this, uh, this lesson, may you open your Bibles in Matthew 6, verse 19 to 24. Do not lay up for yourselves treasures on earth, where moth and rust destroy, and where thieves break in and steal. But lay up for yourselves treasures in heaven, where neither moth nor rust destroys, and where thieves do not break in and steal. For where your treasure is, there your heart will be also. The eye is the lamp of the body, so if your eye is healthy, your whole body will be full of light. But if your eye is bad, your whole body will be full of darkness. If then the light in you is darkness, how great is the darkness." 
No one can serve two masters, for either he will hate the one and love the other, or he will be devoted to the one and despise the other. You cannot serve both God and money. Let's bow our heads and pray. Lord Jesus, thank you for these teachings that you have given, Lord God. Lord, thank you for your word. We acknowledge that, Jesus, we acknowledge that you are the Son of God, that you are the the Word that was made flesh, Lord God. And we thank you, Lord God, for your teaching. Thank you for your teaching that does not, doesn't just apply to the people during that time, Lord God, but your teaching that your Word is timeless and is applicable in our Christian living even up to, the, to today. Lord, thank you that more than Christian living, Lord God, that as we talk about our relationship with God, may we reflect, may this be an opportunity for us to, to reflect in, about our relationship with the Father. In your mighty name we pray and everyone say, Amen. In here, dito sa passage that we read, these five verse, verses, we can see that Jesus gave three progressive illustrations or choices when it comes to possessions or money that would show our maturity and health when it comes to our relationship with God. So first, let's talk about the first uh, illustration or the choice that Jesus uh, made. First is, there are two treasures. Okay, In verse uh, 19, it says here, Do not lay up for yourselves treasures on earth where moth and rust destroy, and where thieves break in and steal. The Word of God is so rich, uh, you could already see a lot of things here, but, but here, Jesus was pointing out um, three figures to remind us the transient nature and insecurity of life. Okay? He gave the, uh, the pictures of moth, rust, and thieves. Things that we have will eventually be destroyed or be stolen or disappear. Or in other words, he was talking about these things. Uh, these uh, earthly treasures are temporary. Okay? And <laughs> moving on in verse 20, it says, But lay up for yourselves treasures in heaven, where neither moth nor rust destroy, uh, destroys, and where thieves do not break in and steal. So, so here, now, Jesus is saying, more than the treasures that you can have here on earth, I want you to lay up treasures in heaven, okay? That no thieves, no rust, it cannot destroy, or in other words, it is something permanent. It is something uh, eternal. When we talk about laying up treasures in heaven, paano ba to? how do we lay up treasures in heaven? Uh, we lay up treasures when we pursue godliness, we lay up treasures in heaven when we pursue godliness, when we pursue uh, righteousness. More than investing in the things of this world, Jesus is saying you have to invest on the things that would last. Okay? And it says here, For where your treasure is, there your heart will be also. Right now here, Jesus was giving this question, these two uh, choices, these two treasures, that if you're going to choose one over the other, dun makikita where your heart is. If you're going to choose uh, treasures on earth, that's where your heart will be. If you're going to choose treasures in heaven, that's, uh, that's where your heart will be. Christ is telling us that where our treasure is, there will be our everything. 
Kumbaga, lahat ng gusto, yung puso natin, our desires. If kung saan tayo nag-i-invest, where we invest, dun makikita yon. It is always a question of what we value or what consumes us. What occupies our thoughts when we have nothing else to do? Uh, if so, these are the things we treasure and that is where our hearts really are. The principles here apply equally to anything that captures our hearts and drives our lives like position, praise, power, any of the things that men lust after uh, to find. So the, that's the question. What are, what are the things that drives our heart? When we are alone, what consumes our mind? Kapag nag-iisa tayo, what makes our mind anxious? Or hindi natin ma... ma uh, this something that, that we would always think over and over again. Probably this a, a problem that we would go through. Is it something that if I, if, I, if, I am, if I can only be in that position. Or probably you're working so hard. There's nothing wrong with working so hard okay, for a position. But the problem with that is what if we don't get that position that we are, we are trying to work hard for? Diba? What will happen to our worship towards God? What will happen to our devotion towards God? What is it that drives our mind crazy? Is it something temporary or is it something that is lasting? What Jesus is saying that more than the things that are temporary, there's nothing bad with earthly treasure. But Jesus is saying we should not be devoted into these things. We should not be consumed by these things. If there's something that should consume us, it's really our relationship with God. If there's something, if you are going to be consumed by something uh, temporary, we should, be some, we, we should be consumed by something that is eternal. That's the reason why we read our Bible. That's the reason why we want to know God through His Word. Because we know that when we read this Word, we are investing to something that is not temporary. Because our God is an eternal God. One day we're going to meet Him in eternity. And the reason why we're doing these things is because, Lord, I want to know You ngayon palang. So that when I get there, kumbaga, I already, in a way, know you because you are indeed a big God. Kumbaga, we can never really contain uh, God. No matter how good it looks uh, right now, the things this world can offer us will one day be gone. Uh, again, it's not bad to have a nice clothes or gadget, awesome car. It isn't bad to get a job that gives a bigger pay or invest in something. Uh, but if we are devoted to these things, if we put our trust in those things, invest in those things, and if, we, and if it fails, we are fearful because we place our trust in those things instead of God. How many of you here have ever experienced that? That you have placed your trust in a certain thing, probably in a certain person, and then he failed you, or in a certain investment, or in a cert your job, and these things failed you. Or probably a group of friends, these things failed you. And you were disappointed. And then sometimes we would blame God. We'll be mad at God. Why? Because probably we didn't really invest on something eternal. But we were consumed and more focused on something temporary. Uh, in um, 
2010 or seven years ago, I remember this show. I don't know if it's still in History Channel, but in History Channel, seven years ago, they had this uh, series, documentary series about um, uh, life after people. They were giving scenarios. What would Earth be if if people are gone? Sabi yata siguro marapture ganyan. Okay, if people are gone, so they would give different situations, simulations. What the city would look like? Uh, it will be infested by insects ganyan. But one particular thing that I enjoyed that they show is is the Eiffel Tower. Okay, the Eiffel Tower is is so nice. How many of you here wants to go there one day and see the Eiffel Tower for yourself? Because this is uh, is a this nice, this is beautiful. It looks, it probably would look amazing uh, uh, up front kapag nandun ka mismo. But in that uh, documentary series, when people are gone, if there's no one to to attend or renovate that tower. Eventually, uh, they made a simulation that this tower eventually rusts and eventually it will be destroyed. Why? Because everything on earth is temporary. Everything here on earth, uh, we, can, we can never really bring these things in heaven. No matter how much beautiful the Eiffel Tower will, will look like, one day, without without people trying to take care of it, it will eventually be destroyed. It will eventually be gone by itself. Sarili lang siya magde-degrade because of, of, of rust, the weather. And you know what? Us, we may have Eiffel Towers in our lives. Probably our Eiffel Towers, again, is our work. Probably our Eiffel Towers is our... Is our bank account. Probably our Eiffel Towers because I, I, I'm, in, I'm going to this school. So this school will help me to, become, to have a nice job in the future. Probably uh, our, our, our Eiffel Towers is, is our cars. Or, or, or our, probably some of us, our Eiffel Towers is, is abroad. But you know what? These things are temporary. At the end of the day, we have to realize that our God is a gracious God. That our God is indeed a provider. That's the reason why more than investing in what is temporary, you want to invest in something that is eternal. And if there's one eternal thing that we have to invest on, it's really our relationship with God. So the question is this, what do we look for in these two things, two treasures? Do we choose the temporary or eternity? What do you really value? What do we value? Earthly or heavenly investment. If we value eternity and the promises of heaven, it means we have to live like it. It means that if we are investing towards eternity, we do things that will help us uh, not go there because the reason why we can go there has already been done by Jesus Christ. But the reason why we do these things so that we can uh, honor God, glorify God more. Investing in eternity means knowing God more, but also investing in eternity is also helping other people as well. Given by the resources that God has given us, God has called us to invest in, in heavenly treasures by helping others as well, by being generous, 
this is the kingdom of God. That is the sign ni God na ni Jesus that this is the kind of kingdom that I am ushering. If you are going to live in this kingdom, this paradise that you want to be in, this is how people works or how people would should be. That you are generous more than the temporary things of this world. You look you look at the um, the things that would last for eternity. Um, Colossians. 3 verse 1 to 2, If then you have been raised with Christ, seek the things that are above where Christ is seated, where Christ is, seated at the right hand of God. Set your minds on things that are above, not on things that are on earth. How do we see things? Do we see things only at the, the level of plain sight or do we see things on the level of God? Kasi ito, madrito sabihin about earthly or worldly things. And sometimes, I mean, it's hard to comprehend. Sometimes it's hard to comprehend if we don't understand these two choices that Jesus is saying. For us to comprehend these two treasures, we now go to the two perspectives that Jesus was saying. So for us to appreciate what it is about earthly treasures or what, is, what it is when it comes to heavenly treasures. Here it says in verse 22, the eye is the lamp of the body. So if your eye is healthy, your whole body will be full of light. But if your eye is bad, your whole body will be full of darkness. If then the light in you is darkness, how great is the darkness. Nung una, the first time I read this uh, years back, the first time I, I read this, sab- sabi ko, how can this part of what I read from verse 19 to 24 be connected to, to, to money. The first part from verse 1 to, um, to 21, you got it, that earthly possessions, treasures, ganyan. And also in the last part, verse 24, it talks about God and money. But this part, how is this connected with, with, with money and with possession? And then I realized that it talks about perspective. It talks about our perspective in money. If you have the right perspective of money, you will know where to store it up. Our eternal perspective influences our value system and determines what we do with our lives. If our sight is good, we would see good things. If our sight is bad, we will see blurry, blurry things, malabong mga bagay. And probably that is what Jesus was saying here as well. That for us to understand what money about uh, earthly treasure and heavenly treasure, kailangan maayos yung perspective natin when it comes to our money and possessions. Uh, as the human eye gives light to our bodies so we can make careful choices in where and how we walk. So our spiritual vision affects how we walk and what we do with our lives. Or in other words, outlook determines our outcome. Outlook determines our outcome. If we have a healthy eye, healthy spiritual eye, we would see the good in, in situations. We would see the, the, the good in people, we would see uh, the good in, in, in the, the things that we're doing. For example, probably, ito na lang, uh, uh, giving. Every, time, every week, we, would, uh, we, have, we, we are given the opportunity to give back to God what He has given us through our tithes and offering. 
some people, their perspective is this, that, ay, pag magbibigay ako, ano lang yan, uh, peperahan lang ako ng church. Uh, ibubulsa lang yan ng pastor para makabili ng iPhone 8. Ganon. <laughs> Di ba? Bad eye, bad perspective. So it translates to bad action. Bad outcome. Anong gagawin? They won't return their tithes to God. They won't worship through their giving. On the other hand, if our eyes are good, we would see, uh, this is my act of worship towards God. So a person with the right perspective sees more than people na iniisaan siya. He would see that as an opportunity to worship God. A person with a uh, wrong perspective when, uh, probably would think, I don't want to serve in church because it's a waste of time. But a person with the right perspective, you know what? Uh, this will take my time if I'm going to be an usher, if I'm going to, to, to become of, a part of the music team with all the practices that they are doing. But this is going to be my worship towards God. Because Lord, sobrang laki ng binigay mo sa akin, binless mo sa akin. Imagine that, Lord, you saved me from an eternity in hell. So why can't I give just a few minutes or a few hours of my time just to worship you through my talents? Bad perspective, good perspective. Bad eye, wrong eye. Outlook determines outcome. In how we see things, that's how we will act on things. Here's some things about perspective, Dibal. Uh, life is all about how we see things. Okay? In this, the importance of perspective, you can see probably someone's falling or probably someone just jumping back. Okay? Perspective. Perspective is very important in a Christian walk. Or one would say this perspective or the one would say it's something different. Perspective is, is very important. What are the things that we measure others by? Do we measure others uh, by as well when it comes to, uh, kasi ito, uh, I want to befriend this kasi mayaman to, ganyan. Diba? How do we measure other people as well? Perspective. Uh, what and how our eyes perceive things will dictate dictates our response to those things. 2010, my first time to go to a very, very big run. It was a, a run on for the Pasig River, okay? You, you, for the Pasig River. And that was, that was an, uh, a huge run. Because the reason why I was able to go there, because my, the company where my wife was working at before was one of the sponsors of that run. Sa doon kami sa Samoa. And there are a lot of people, a lot of give, giveaways, lot, may mga bands, ganyan. And I was, I was just amazed in how, how many people supported that run for a river. But then again, it's because of perspective. Some people will see that this river is important. Some people will see that this river is not that important. Good eye, bad eye. Our body responds in how our eyes perceive things. When it comes to handling our money, our eyes may see it as something that comes from God or something we work for ourselves. If we see it coming from God, we respond by returning it to Him and using it to honor Him. If we see it as something we work for ourselves, we'll, be, we'll probably respond by keeping it to ourselves. Our eternal perspective 
affects our earthly priorities. Our eternal perspective affects our earthly priorities. That's the reason why in here we have uh, victory groups. Because again, what is our perspective? Some would say this is a waste of time. Or probably because our perspective is that people have, a lot of people have hurt us. We've tried this already. Being part of a group, probably you had bad experiences. But again, I hope that you see it in, in the right way. That you would have a good perspective that this will help you. These things will help you in your walk with God. Good perspective, right pers- a good perspective or a bad perspective. And last, Jesus presented two masters. And here, this is very plain. No one can serve two masters for either he will hate the one and love the other or he will be devoted to the one and despise the other. You cannot serve God and money. It's just amazing or intriguing if we're going to see this, if we're going to talk about opposites, pag sabihin natin, uh, black, what will be the opposite of black? It's white. If we talk about life, what is the opposite of life? Death. If we talk about big, the opposite of big? If we talk about day, araw, or day, okay? What is the opposite of day? Night. But here we can see, if we're going to ask, what is the opposite of God? If we're not going to read this, probably most of our answers would be Satan or the devil. But here, Scripture is saying, bakit ganun, Jesus? Why are you saying this? God, that we cannot serve both God and money. You're not saying we cannot serve both God and the devil. It's very clear because I believe that the reason why God was, or why Jesus was saying this, because money is very deceptive. Siyempre, pag sinabi natin, you can't serve both God and the devil. Nobody wants to serve the devil, di ba? But Jesus is saying, you cannot serve both God and money because money is deceptive. Why? Because money can give the things that God gives. We're praying for prosperity. Money can give prosperity. We, we want a good health. Money can give us good health. We want protection. If you have money, you can get protection by hiring uh, bodyguards. That's how money is very deceiving. So it's a choice between God and money. Money being shown as opposite of God should make us realize how much it can destroy our dependency and trust on God. Siguro, for us to answer this is that when we are going through something, where do we put our trust on? When we are in a financial crisis, what do we first do? Do we first bend our knees or do we first think of the things that we can do to have money? What money offers us is like a pirated DVD, okay? What money offers us is like a pirated DVD. A pirated DVD can show, can, can give us the, the same movie, ganyan. But the problem with a pirated DVD is, is that it's not really authentic and eventually it will break. It will fail us. Unlike to the real one. Money is 
is, is so fraud on what God can give us. I'm not saying money is bad, but we have to know where to put our, our trust to. Here it says in uh, 1 Timothy 6.10, For the love of money is a root of all kinds of evils. It is true the craving that some have wandered away from the faith and pierced themselves with many pangs, okay, or troubles, or, or pain, many pains. It says here, for the, it did not say here that money is the root of evil. For the love of money is the root of evil. So we have to understand that what I'm preaching here is not against money, and kailangan ibigay nyo lahat ng pag-aari nyo, okay, sa simbahan. It's not about that. What we are talking about, that that the question is, where do we put our trust? Who is our first love? God or money? You know what? Money is a good tool, but it is a bad master. Money is a good tool, but it is a bad master. Like a gun, barrel. A gun can be used to either protect or it can be used to hurt. Like a gun, money is immoral. So ngayon, it, it's really the decision of man in how to use uh, money. Knowing God gives us the right perspective in how we handle our money. So if there's one thing that I want you, everyone in this room to remember is this, that Jesus, our ultimate treasure, gives us the right perspective of God over money. The reason why Jesus came here, the reason why Jesus was preaching about this thing to His disciples is because He wants to free His disciples from the love of money. He wants His people that, yes, money is important, but I, w- I don't want you to put your trust in money. I want you to put your trust in Me. Jesus came here to set us free from the love of money. But also, Jesus came here to show us and tell us, or for the Father in heaven to be known. Jesus said that I am the way, the truth, and the life, that no one comes to the Father except through me. More than a provider, our God is a heavenly Father. Jesus came here for us to understand that our God, this this God that we serve, He doesn't just own everything, but He loves us as well. Mahirap kasi, if He owns everything but He doesn't love us, that kind of Father will not give the things that you would need. On the other hand, if He loves us so much, He's a loving Father, but He doesn't own everything, He can love us all we want, but yet, we are suffering in, kumbaga, we, we don't, we're going to die of starvation. Ganon, di ba? But our God is not only a God who provides, but our God is a God who loves. And we know this because Jesus came here to show who the Father is. Jesus is our ultimate treasure. Once we realize that Jesus is our ultimate treasure, we would see that God is better than money. We would have the right perspective that more than earthly, storing up earthly treasure, that we would want to store treasures in heaven. If there's one, another treasure that we have to value as well is this, that our treasure is really our salvation that comes from Jesus Christ. 
So if you are here, if you haven't really given your life to God, probably you've been attending church here or in another place, but you haven't really committed your life that God, you're saying that God, I want to give my life to you. If you haven't really said that, did that, you haven't received the treasure that Jesus is offering. Salvation. In conclusion, I want you to realize that God is not condemning, again, money and richness or wealth. I believe that some of you here, uh, all of us are blessed, but some of you are probably way over. And I believe that the reason why you are in that position, why God has blessed you so much, okay, is because God wants you to be a blessing, to be generous to other people. Not saying that the rest of us na, who are not in that rich level in how the world defines it, kumbaga, us, for me, it doesn't give me an excuse. It doesn't mean that I'm not, I don't live in Ayala Labang. It doesn't mean that I should not be generous anymore. Why? Because I have already been called blessed. That's the reason why I can be generous. Why? Because my treasure is Jesus Christ. My treasure is Christ. Last verse, so 2 Corinthians 4, verse 16 to 17. So we do not lose heart. Minsan nahihirapan tayo magbigay or to let go of money or of our possessions. Probably some of you, ang dami yung gamit sa bahay. <laughs> Probably you have to give away <laughs> na siguro 10 years nang nandun. Kaya kailangan nyo na mag-house cleaning. Okay? You, you're holding on to it. But it says here, so we do not lose heart. If I'm going to give this away, we should not lose heart. Though our outer self is wasting away, our inner self is being renewed day by day. For this light momentary affliction is preparing for us an eternal weight of glory beyond all comparison. I do not lose heart. Why? Because Jesus, our ultimate treasure, gives us the right perspective when it comes to God and money. Amen? Let's bow our heads and pray. Lord Jesus, thank you for this moment, Lord God. Thank you for, for your word again. Jesus, we acknowledge that you are our ultimate treasure. Thank you for giving us the right perspective when it comes to our possessions, Lord God. We thank you, Lord God, for your provision for us. We thank you that we have houses that we can go to, Lord God. We thank you for our clothes. We thank you for the money in our pocket, in our bank accounts, Lord God. We thank you for our life, Lord God, that you are indeed a good God. But right now, Lord God, we... We come before you, Lord God, and, and repent, Lord God. That in times, these things that you have given us, these blessings that you have given us, Lord God, sometimes we crave for this more than you. Sometimes we look at this more than you. Even our time, Lord God, means and Lord God, like in social media and all of these things, Lord God, we, we, we give attention and focus on these things more than you, Lord God. So Lord, we humbly, we come before you humbly and repent, Lord God. Probably let's just take this time. If, 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 if there are time, times na ganun ka, why don't you just take this time to repent, to say sorry to God? Because more than me praying, this is really a personal relationship between you and Him. Yes, Lord, I agree with those 
prayers of repentance, Lord God. And Lord, as we have repented, Lord God, may you give us a generous heart. Can you put your hands in your heart right now? Give us a generous heart, Lord God. Give us a generous heart. Lord, thank you that we can return, Lord God, what's due to you, Lord God, every Sunday through our tithes and our offering, Lord God. But more than this, Lord God, I pray that we would go beyond, that we would be able to, to have the heart because we know that you have already given it to us. But we would have the heart, that we would have the right perspective, Lord God, to, to become a blessing to other people. May it be monetary or may it be food or whatever, Lord God. Na miski hindi hindi taga dito sa church, Lord God, yung ibe-bless namin. Even that, give us the ability to have a blessing, Lord God, to those people who doesn't know you, Lord God. And may we use it as an opportunity, Lord God, to share the gospel, Lord God, that we would not just be a blessing, but we would use this opportunity, Lord God, that you have given us, Lord, that you will be giving us, Lord God, to leverage, leverage it, Lord God, na i-share yung pagmamahal mo sa kanila, Panginoon. Lord, we thank you, Lord God. And Lord, I pray, Lord God, that we would commit to love, to obey, and serve you. More than us loving money, Lord God. Or more than money, Lord God. Which we love you, Lord God. We go back that money is just a tool, your tool for us to be blessed. But you are our affection. You are the one who captures our attention. In your mighty name we pray. Amen. Amen. One more prayer. If you are here right now, and like I said earlier, you haven't made Jesus Christ as your Lord and Savior, He is our ultimate treasure. He is our, our, the heavenly treasure that we are talking about. If you are here and you're saying, I haven't made Jesus Christ my Lord and Savior, and I want to make Him as my Lord and Savior, I want you to repeat this prayer after me. Dear Heavenly Father, I admit that I am a sinner needing a Savior. Jesus, I acknowledge what you did on the cross for me, that you died for my sin. And Jesus, I also acknowledge that you rose from the dead, proving that you are the Son of God. Jesus, from this day onward, I accept you in my heart as my Lord and Savior. Change me, renew me to the person you have called me to be. In your mighty name, I pray. Amen.